welcome to the Stop Chasing What Isn't Changing podcast. I am Elaine Scuds, a mom of three, hairstylist and salon owner, entrepreneur, and been told by many, a great listener. I chased dreams for years, the perfect house, the perfect body, the perfect family, and the perfect job. I realized I spent so many years chasing someone else's standards, someone else's dreams, all thanks to society. The conversations on this podcast are here to help you accept, love, and validate yourself. They are here to spark inspiration, to help motivate, and to help you grow into being comfortable and happy with the life you have. As I have these conversations, I hope you realize that age and gender should not limit you on what you desire and that being a woman and a mom shouldn't be so damn hard. And on the days you feel defeated, you are not alone. Stop chasing someone else's standards, someone else's dreams. It is time to declare your own and to start your journey. Thank you for being here. Welcome back to the Stop Chasing What Isn't Changing podcast. I am Elaine Scuds, your host, and thank you so much for being here. So today we're going to talk about how to find self-worth when surrounded by certain beliefs of body image. And I'm very excited to have my friend Tanisha Rodriguez join us in this conversation. Tanisha, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me, Elaine. I'm excited to talk to you about this. Me too. I'm so excited. Um, I'm going to give a little bit of background between myself and Tanisha. We actually just met in person last year and I think it was September and I had never seen her in person before that. I don't even know if she even knew who I was because I would follow, I followed her on Instagram. I would see posts of her um, with a company called Royally Fit. She was part, she, I guess you were like an ambassador for them. Yeah. And, um, and I would watch Tanisha and I was very, um, I was very jealous of the fact that she was very proud of the body she lived in and lived her life because that's what I wanted. So, um, every time I would see her, the first time I saw a picture of her actually that I can remember, she was by a pool with, um, the owner of Royally Fit, Ashley, and with Kaylee. And I believe there were like three or four other people in the picture. And all I could be fixated on was Tanisha in a bathing suit. And I was so upset that I couldn't be that person. I I truly was because I've always wanted to have that freedom. And I also wanted to be that person. So like it's an evolution with everything. I didn't just wake up and be like, Hey, I can feel comfortable with all these like skinny women who are like the traditional standard of beauty. I did not wake up feeling like that, but I did a, like a series of different things that helped me get to this place. Yes. And that is what we are going to talk about today. But before we dive into all of that, I want to talk about the moment of when you were like, okay, I guess I am a fat person. 
for myself, I remember it was in grade six and this girl that was my friend looked at a picture of me with cousins and aunts and uncles in front of the big flower garden at Wonderland. And Mm -hmm. when she saw that picture, um, she looked at me and she said, oh, wow, like your whole family is fat. And I was like, what we are? Cause I just never even <laughs> like thought that we were overweight people because I looked like my family. So it was a very comfortable thing. And I was, I was so shocked that at that moment, my whole life changed. I would look at people's bodies, you know, I would see the differences and I would feel less and less of, um, of a person because I didn't look like the people that I should have ended up looking like, because according to her, it was bad to be, um, fat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is how we all grow up is like learning that fat is bad. Um, it's the whole reason why I changed that whole narrative in my family, but like, yeah, from as young as like seven years old, I've known that I am larger, um, than a lot of other people. My grandpa told me, you can never be a gymnast. I had just joined gymnastics and I told him like, I'm going to be a gymnast. And he's like, "Mm, you're not, you're actually too fat to be a gymnast. And like, then it was like my uncle, we have two other cousins who are the same age as me. And so I am the biggest one of all three of us. And so every time I saw my uncle, he would remind me of how gorgeous and beautiful and small his daughter was and how fat I was. Like literally it took him till 16 years old when I was like, skinny and then he was like oh you're actually really beautiful and it's like oh thanks I've had this face forever oh like thank you yeah. for coming and I don't think people realize like they don't understand the language that is used right because even myself I remember playing around with one of my cousins who's the same age as me and he's a male and I remember his dad saying whoa like you're gonna hurt him like you're you're triple his size and I thought I am like, am I really going to hurt him? Like it was just, it would just hurt so much. And even the thing about, you know, you have such a pretty face, but your body is just not pretty. That would would totally like was a shadow over me all the time as well. Um, So as your, as your grandfather said that, and then you got older and into high school, what was life like for you then? Like, did you notice that, you know, you just, um, you were just the same size and didn't try to lose weight? Or were you like myself where you were desperate to lose the weight and you would have tried honestly anything under the sun to lose the weight? I did try everything under the sun. And by 12 years old, I went and bought diet pills for myself. And like I've told you about it before. I've done Dr. Bernstein. I have done Weight Watchers, Nutrisystem, all of the things. And so I was trying and I still was never able to be what's socially accepted as like beautiful. So Mm -hmm. you eventually learn that you have to like find your own way, but it's a lot. And it's a lot of like emotional stuff that you have to deal with to get to that point. Yeah, I think when you're trying to lose that weight, the just the feeling of failure is just even harder on you because you're just like, why am I not able to get the hundred pounds off of me and then like maintain it and what, you know, like it's a constant desire of wanting to just be, um, even more different and to get to a goal that is definitely not achievable in any way whatsoever. 
you know, looking back at pictures, I think I was so much thinner then, and I was never happy. I was not happy with that. It was just, there was never anything that was good enough for me to say I'm done now because I wasn't happy with who I was as a, as a person, right? That's, that's pretty much what you have to work at in order to have then the self-acceptance of no matter what size you are. And that's honestly the thing, because like, I've gotten down to like 155 and I've also been like 320 pounds. And like at each of those, I wasn't any happier at 155 than I was at three something. And I'm not like, as I go through the numbers, that literally has nothing because when I got to a smaller size, I was always like, okay, but I should go further. I'm still not what society is saying I should be. And so I still need to work. And it's like, it gets to a point where like, you're giving up so much of your life to try and attain something that isn't even possible. Like literally, if you go back in history and look at the BMI, it's not even for everybody. It's based off of a certain small amount of the like population and then we're all just supposed to fit within that and it's not realistic so like even when I go see a doctor now as soon as they talk to me about weight if that's the first thing they tell me I know that that doctor's not for me because they are still in that like part of like diet culture and thinking that thin equals health and whatever and so you have to literally fight it in every area of your life but like also understand that it's not even possible so please (laughs) stop letting all the like outside chatter get into your brain yeah and the outside chatter is the worst chatter um of all right and if you allow that to no longer affect you that's great but it's not as easy as you know people think that it is right so for for myself, when the first time that I saw you in that bathing suit, I thought I was tinier than you at that point in that picture. And I thought I still can't be that person in the bathing suit in a picture posted on social. Like what is wrong with that situation? Um, Because like you said, it was never good enough, right? There were always faults that I could find. And now I can stand, you know, in front of the mirror and my body is the heaviest it's been in the longest time. And I don't cry over it. And when I look at myself naked, I don't look at myself with the disgust that I looked at myself when I was like 160 pounds, which Mm -hmm. is crazy. And it's all because I've altered in what I think is beautiful. And I think in in what really matters, right? Mm -hmm. It definitely. So like I joined Instagram at like the perfect time for me, like it was very heavily like focused on diet culture, but in any case, I still got into this community where I was like focused on bettering myself. And as I went through that whole journey, I like started focusing on the internal stuff and the things that I could actually control. Cause like you said, like I'm trying, trying, trying to lose weight. I'm still not getting to where I want to be. So like I recognized in myself that I needed to also focus on the other stuff. Cause if the weight loss wasn't happening, I needed to still make movements in other areas. And so I, in 2019, just decided that like any opportunity that came my way, I was going to do it, whether or not I was scared, I was going to do it. And so 
each time I did something that scared me, like whether it be like posting a bikini picture, posting like lingerie, like going to a pool and wearing a big a bathing suit, I would wear a t-shirt even at my parents' pool because I was like, I don't want them to see that I'm fat. Like we all knew that, I knew that, but like I still felt like this t-shirt was like a safety blanket and I was gonna do it. But each time I did something else, I proved to myself that I was gonna be okay, regardless of what other people thought. I was gonna be okay with me. And each time you do that, you get like faith in yourself. You realize that you can do hard things and that like your body doesn't actually have to keep you back. Mm -hmm. Like, did you wake up one day and say, okay, that's it. I'm going to no longer torture myself by not eating, you know, what I want to eat, limiting myself here and there. Like, is that what happened? Or was it just slowly, you just started to to transition into the self-acceptance? It was a slow process because like I talked about Instagram, like it started off as weight loss. Like that's all I was focused on. And I was willing to do anything to do that. Like sacrifice time with family, do things that I would like not necessarily think is healthy. Now I would do that to get the result that I wanted. Like I was the person who lost a hundred pounds. And I also was the person who was able to keep a lot of that weight off. But I also gained weight back because I stopped doing those unhealthy behaviors in order to get this like unattainable thing for me. Like it's just never going to happen for me. And so slowly over time, I've had to adjust my thinking. Like, and even now, sometimes I might weigh myself like three times in a day sometimes when I'm trying or like when I'm doing all the things that you would normally do to lose weight, I still have to go back sometimes and be like, but you're not trying to lose weight. You're just trying to live and be healthy. And I enjoy these activities. So that's why you're doing it. You're not doing it for a purpose of losing weight. So like stop with the bullshit with your scale. So like, I still have those internal conversations with myself. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't stepped on a scale in probably two years, maybe two and a half, because it was just such a very unhealthy relationship. Right. And I think Mm -hmm. it is for everybody to have a scale and to do that. Um, But for me, um, my journey started with just I also joined, I have a separate account that I opened up for my weight loss journey on Instagram because I wanted to be that person that displayed that and, you know, changed the world with my weight loss story. And mm-hmm. um, it didn't bring me any joy at all because I had to weigh myself every day. But the one thing that made me think I have to live a happier life of who I am um, was a story that was shared and it was from a long time ago, but, um, the girl that we both know, Ashley from Morelli fit shared her story about her breast implants and how she had them removed. And she talked about how unhappy she was with her body. And I looked at her body as the body of a goddess because she was so thin. Right. And I, for me, not having a chest wouldn't matter to me. And so when she told her story, I thought if she's not even happy being the way she is and she had the breast implants and now she's had them removed because she realized, you know, it's better for her, all of this. When am I going to, I can't have my fat surgically removed, you know, nothing is changing for me. So I just have to sit there and say, let's work on 
why I think I need to lose the weight and then have that mental shift happen and seeing people like you and other influencers that I really love Instagram about made me truly believe that it could happen because when I would look at yourself or Meg Boggs or other um, influencers and I would think they look so good, I would want, I didn't understand why I didn't see myself in that same light because I still saw myself as gross and disgusting, but Mm -hmm. like the flip, the flip has happened now, but it happened, it started happening with me just watching them more and more and more. Um, So for yourself, when you started to change the way you were living, did you have people reach out to you? Did you have people say, Hey, I love the way you are showing yourself off, you know, what you stand for. Have you had that feedback? Yes. I, and that's what keeps me actually sharing. Cause sometimes I don't want to share. And sometimes like, I don't feel like my happiest and best self all the time. And so when I get that feedback from people, it does fuel me to keep doing it because I want to make a good difference in the world and I want to help women who are where I was or where you were at a time. Like, I don't think that anybody should have to walk through life hating themselves for something they can't even really control. Like to a certain extent, yes, we all do have some control, but at the end of the day, there's also a lot of other things that play into the way that our bodies look and function. And like, I don't understand why we as a society need to like pigeonhole people and like put us all into the like little boxes world is so like vast and like great why the heck should we like limit even like our beliefs of what beauty is why can't Ashley who's like so thin be beautiful but like so am I so are you like why are there all these stupid ass rules yeah and like when you get to a point where you don't actually follow those rules anymore it's amazing Yeah, it is. I had a conversation with someone the other day and she had said how she um, let herself go. That's where my post on social came from because it bothered me. It bothered me for the entire week and not because I thought that I let myself go. The fact that she felt like she let herself go because she has put on a little bit of weight and she now has a muffin top. And it made me sad for her because I was once there, right? And when you beat yourself up over, okay, so maybe you had a donut four days in a row, like who cares? You know, uh, I said to her, that is like one of the hardest things to say to yourself that you let yourself go. You actually are just accepting to live your life the way it probably should be lived. So if someone came to you and said that, right? oh my gosh, Tanisha, I let myself go. I don't know what to do anymore. What would you say to them? I would ask them, what does that mean to you? Like to let yourself go? Because I've heard those comments before too. Mm -hmm. And like, it didn't resonate with me. Like for me, getting fatter, is not like, it doesn't mean you're good if you don't gain weight. And it doesn't mean you're bad if you gain weight. It's not like a moral thing. It's not like a judgment on who you are. So I would want to really know, like, why do you feel that way? And when they told me that it was like, because I've gained weight, I would like ask them, what does that mean for you? Like, what does that say about you? It doesn't change how you treat your kids. doesn't change how your husband feels about you, how you do your job, how you like present in the world. So like, 
it's literally one measure that you're using and you're like letting that affect your whole entire life and like negating all of the good stuff too. Mm-hmm. Like it's one measure. And if you aren't happy with that, let's address that. Like, why are you unhappy with this? Is it you need like more exercise, more like, like, do you want me to be like a friend with you and have like water challenges? Like I would do things like that to like, I don't, it just doesn't matter about the looks. So like, I want to get to like why your brain is thinking like that and like how we can change those thoughts Mm -hmm. because our bodies are going to change, like we say all the time and that's okay. And so we need to like deal with the mental stuff first and then go with the body stuff. If you really do want to make those changes, because some of us do want to like be fitter or have bigger leg muscles or whatever. And that's okay as well. Like, it's not just like, Hey, we're promoting like people gaining weight and like doing all these things. It's just like promoting being happy and like finding acceptance in yourself. You don't even have to love the way you look, but at least be neutral about it. You don't have to hate yourself. Mm -hmm. I love, I love how you just said that because I wanted to mention how a lot of people are saying that, you know, the, the people that are in the larger sizes now and and promoting self-love, a lot of hates being directed that way saying, but you guys are all, you all have type two diabetes and it's not a healthy lifestyle, blah, blah, blah. So there has to be, there is definitely a happy medium, right? Because yes, you still have to be healthy as someone that is a heavier person, but the stick, the, the way society looks at you're unhealthy, if you're heavy is so wrong because there are a lot of thinner people that live a very unhealthy lifestyle because of the food they choose to eat and the exercises that they don't do. Right. So you cannot judge someone's health from their size. I agree. And you also can't judge what's going on in their mind because I have a lot of knowledge and an experience in weight loss and like food and nutrition and all that stuff. But when people look at me, they're not like, Oh, she knows her shit about that. They're just assuming that because I'm overweight, that I don't know how to exercise that I'm not doing all these things when I've exercised the entire pandemic and I've been a member of a like fitness company for even more years than that so like we got to get out of these like stereotypes and then we also just have to realize that like sometimes even health is not going to be for everyone like people are like chronically ill and sickness so even saying like it has to be about health. Like even that in itself is like problematic for some people, mm-hmm. but you're right. Like I don't have diabetes. I get my blood checked every year. I am a healthy person. And like, I monitor these things to ensure that I'm healthy, but to some other people who are just going to look at me, they're going to be like, you're not healthy. You probably have diabetes. You probably have high cholesterol, but like, no, we don't all have these things. And Mm -hmm. so like, you actually just look like an asshole for saying these things. Exactly. Yeah. Because I, you know, when I became a personal trainer, I was terrified that if I was not a certain size, people will laugh at the fact that I was a personal trainer. So I worked so hard. And I think that's when I actually got to my fittest because I didn't want people to think like, how can she be a personal trainer when she is overweight, but looking fit is the most important thing to me. So the, even the way I now exercise, I exercise for me. I don't force myself every day to work out. If I'm not feeling it, I'm not going to do it. We're in the past. I had to work out every day because if 
I was eating, I had to burn those calories. So my whole mindset has changed on that. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that I'm not a fit person still. I'm still a very fit person, but I choose to do it for me and not for me to um, lose the weight. I agree. I'm in the exact same place as you. Like I was getting up every day at 6am. I was going on all these long walks, even after doing my workouts and whatever, because I had this specific goal in my mind. Now I might not feel like doing a hardcore workout, but I might do a dance workout or I might do Zumba or something. I'm going to move my body because it feels good for me, Yes. but I'm not concerned about what the result's going to be. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's a, a key solution to many people so they can start even enjoying exercise because mm-hmm. exercise is not enjoyable if you don't see results but the only results that you should actually get from it is the happy endorphins that it feels it fuels your body with right i agree mm-hmm. okay so i want to know that if someone's listening and they're like okay but what do I do? Like, what are the, one of the first things I should do to help me on this journey? What would you like, what suggestions would you give to them? Uh, first and foremost, I would go on social media, go through my, who I'm following and unfollow anyone who makes you feel bad about yourself. Anyone who is pushing things that maybe doesn't align with you anymore. So like for me, if you're pushing diet culture and like trying to be like a certain size or whatever, it doesn't really resonate with me anymore. And so I would just unfollow those people. Then I would go and follow people who are more aligned with my values and where I want to go. So how you're saying you started following people like Magbogs and stuff like that, who are showing you themselves living life in a larger body, working out, doing all the things that you want to do or might want to do in the future. So I would do that. And then second, I would say, start doing things that challenge you. Because I feel like once you start realizing that you have like strength and worth and you can do other things, it really builds your confidence. And when you're investing in yourself and showing yourself love, it's really hard not to love yourself when you're investing all that time and care into something. Mm -hmm. So those would be my two slash three top tips for anyone who's like, wanting to love themselves more, or at least get to a place of like neutrality or acceptance. Yeah, I actually, I think those are really great tips, really easy to do. Maybe the unfollowing will be hard for some people at the beginning, but I also recommend that too. Yeah. Or yeah, you can mute them as well. But if, if you no longer want to live that lifestyle, following that lifestyle just defeats the purpose, you know, in the end, because it makes you take five steps backwards after only taking two steps ahead all the time. That's how I see it. Um, but I agree. yeah, right. It just, you know, <laughs> just, it's, what, it's like when you break up with your boyfriend and then you, you know, you're like, Oh, maybe I'll call him tonight. And then all those feelings come back again. It just makes no sense. I've always been a, like, just cut your losses. I don't care if I left my stuff at your house type of girl, I'm just yeah. done with you. And so I'm also the same. And that's why I said unfollow. like, I don't have an issue with that. I've already spent 30 something years following all this type of shit. And if I can let it go in two seconds, I don't need yeah. it. It doesn't that's serve good. me anymore. Exactly. I would add to your suggestions. I would add, listen to uh, the vocabulary that you use and 
for me, using the word fat was a word that I was so ashamed to like title myself as, whereas now I'm, I'm a fat person. It's not a big deal. It's not a bad thing. It's not something to be embarrassed about, to be ashamed about. I always felt it was shameful for my parents to know that they had a fat daughter um, because I was a loser if I was fat. Those words are no longer affiliated with that word or the description. It's just, this is who I am. So I think that for someone to embrace that word is really important too, because if you're going to be using, you know, adjectives and nouns and all of that to describe you, and you are someone that is on the heavier side, that word is part of it. So don't be embarrassed to say that you are fat. I think you have to embrace that word as well. I don't know if you have to embrace it, but you definitely have to feel like get to a place where it doesn't hurt you anymore. Right. And so like for me in our house, that is a fine word. I am fat and I'm kind and I'm smart and I'm all these other things. Mm-hmm. Fat is just one word and I'm not going to let one word dictate how I live the rest of my life. Right. Like who knows what I'm going to look like five years from now, 10 yeah. years from now. We don't know, but I'm always still going to be the kind person. I'm always still going to be smart. I'm still going to have everything else. So exactly. Yeah. It's just a word, right? It's just, exactly. it, it, that's all it is along with everything else. So yeah, we're the ones who give it meaning. And so if you don't give it any meaning, like literally anyone could come and tell me I'm fat and I would just be like, okay, thanks. You have eyes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. We are the ones that give it meaning. We're the ones that give it power. You know, it yeah, can exactly. like bad or good. So and that's that's what I want people to start to do as well. So mm-hmm. okay. Now, if someone wants to be like, I want to get to know Tanisha a little bit more, um, how can they follow you? Uh, they can find me on Instagram and my handle is this is underscore tans life. And yeah, I share everything there. So you'll get to know a lot about me. Yes, you will. I'm so thankful that we were able to find the time to do this. And I'm looking forward to seeing you in person a heck of a lot more now that everything has calmed down and we have our wonderful friend, Roxanne, that will make a lot of things happen for get togethers for everybody. Yes. Well, Elaine, I actually want to invite you to my mom's pool this summer, and I hope you will take a nice bathing suit (laughs) with me that we will share to Instagram. Well, and I'll invite you to my backyard, to my (laughs) pool as well this summer. How does that sound? Okay. Perfect. All right. I need to work myself up to get posted on Instagram, but all right. You have a couple months. I'll work on it. <laughs> That's amazing. That's your homework. That's my homework. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to work really hard. Thank you so much, Tanisha. I appreciate the time spent today. You are an amazing person. You truly are. And I'm so thankful to have you in my life. Thank you, Elaine. I also feel very lucky and grateful that we've connected on this level now and that we can like move forward in friendship. So. Tanisha, Thank you again for joining me today in a conversation that I can talk about 24-7. It is near and dear to my heart, as I know it is for yours as well. To you, my listener that is on the journey and has started that journey of finding self-worth, surrounded by body image, 
I cheer you on and say, keep going. It is a journey that is well worth all of the battles that you are enduring. And to you, my listener that has struggled and still doesn't know if they have the strength to do it. I welcome you to just start, just start and start talking to yourself with love and with kindness and compassion. And don't be afraid of what is to come because you are so worthy of just being happy in the body that you have, whether it is small, it is medium, or it is big because it is your body. So until next time, I am Elaine Scuds. Please remember to stop chasing what isn't changing. And I hope you have the most amazing day. Thank you for allowing me to take up space in your day. I always invite conversation to happen. If you felt connected to today's podcast, please send me a message. I would love to hear from you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure that you subscribe so you never miss an episode and please share it with a friend. Also, if you have a topic that you would like for me to discuss, please reach out and let's have a conversation about it. You can email me at stopchasingwhatisn'tchanging at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram, elaine.g.scuds, E-L-A-I-N-E, period, G, period, S-C-U-D-D-S. Always remember to stop chasing what isn't changing in your life. Don't be afraid to create those habits and to take the steps to achieve what you desire, what you deserve, and what you have been dreaming of. I am Elaine Scuds, and I hope you have an amazing day.